and welcome to Kitty Talks, the podcast that shows you how to build a life in alignment with your soul. I'm your host, Kitty Waters, serial entrepreneur and co-creator of the Network for Transformational Leaders. Each week, I interview top thought leaders that are changing the world. They share their life stories on tips on how you can find your purpose. We all have a gift we can bring to the world. Do you feel dead to life? Like there's more to it, but you don't know where to start. Perhaps you don't fit in and you can't understand why. Are you pushing all the time and getting nowhere? Do you long to finally be sure which is the right path for you? This podcast is sponsored by my Do Your Dharma course. This eight-week online course, self-study, shows you how to find your purpose. The course demystifies the subject of Dharma and shows you that by following your highest excitement, you can unlock your greatest potential and create the life of your dreams. Go to www.kittytalks.com forward slash do your Dharma. Without further ado, let's dive into the next episode. podcast today is Natalie Miles. She's a spiritual guide and mentor. And the reason I wanted to get her on Kitty Talks is because her message is to get you to connect with your intuition and your spirit. Natalie tells us her life story. She's always been intuitive from a very young age, but as she describes in the podcast, she ignored her gift and she ignored the boulders and ignored the rocks. Now, as you know, from listening to Kitty Talks, we are always being guided to the right path and the right direction. And Natalie shares how some big wake up calls got her onto her dharmic path. So I really hope you enjoy this conversation. Natalie is a beautiful spirit guide and mentor and I know that you will find meaning from this conversation. Hello and welcome to Kitty Talks. We share inspirational life stories empowering you to create your own life and today I have with me all the way from Toronto in Canada Nat Miles. Hi Nat. Hello how are you doing? I'm great thank you it's very early in the morning for you so I really appreciate you getting out of bed. Yeah, no, it's all good. Uh, you know, these things with the joys of summer, I have been up really early. There were the light streams through in my bedroom. So I'm up early anyway. Fantastic. Well, I'm really pleased you came on. The, you're going to come and tell us your story on the podcast. Nat. Nat is a spiritual guide and mentor. And her work really resonated with me because her message is all about guiding you to connect with not only your intuition, but with your spirit guides. So when I sort of looked into Nat's work through the beauty of the connection of Instagram, I just thought it resonated and it was so in alignment with what we're doing here at Kitty Talks. So now I'm excited to have you on the show today. Oh, yeah, me too. It's such a pleasure to come on here and talk about spirit guides and how to connect with them and why it's so important because we do have this cheerleader team and spirit that are there for us to access and work with and use. And and when people realize that they're not alone and they have this team behind them to help and guide them, it's really transformational on like all areas of your life. 
so comforting such a comforting thought but what I'd love to do now because obviously I'm always fascinated by people who like yourself are kind of gifted from a spiritual perspective so I'd love to kind of take you back and I'd love for you to explain to our audience like how you've ended up being a spiritual guide and mentor full-time yeah wow what a journey it has been really really interesting uh so I grew up intuitive as a child um, my mom and my sister are also intuitive. Um, I wouldn't say that, you know, it was around in our sphere. Like we, it was an open dialogue. It was an open discussion, but we weren't the witchy weird family. It was just, it was just normal. It was just, um, we just had a normal, normal life. And, but it was, um, if we wanted to talk about that stuff, like it was around, I realized that I was, getting I used to have really weird dreams as a child and it, for me the dream state was when I used to share my dreams with my friends and they were like what that's a bit weird <laughs> and so I think I think it was when you start sharing kind of little snippets like that that you kind of begin to realize um I met my spirit guide when I was five um she appeared at the end of my bed wow. so, uh, like a fairy yeah, yeah. like a literally like a fairy um and so that was really cool but it was just it was always floating in the in the background like I was just your average kid at school um you know the pressure of getting going through school and relationships and friendships and it was always in the background you know but it was never it was never a big thing um when I was 16, 17, my mum used to go to circles in the UK. So she went to spiritual circles where you um, go and learn to connect and share messages. Um, it was a group of six or seven women in a, in a house just outside Ooh, of Reading. Spiritual circle, yeah. <laughs> yeah, spiritual circle. And that's when I first realized, oh, oh okay, um, I can really see this, I can do this and I can give messages to people. And it was a real eye opener. Like it was really, really cool. I, re I was like, oh, okay. But I wasn't doing it regularly. I was just dipping in and dipping out whenever I, you know, with around school and boyfriends and yeah, all that jazz. Um, and then I, as I basically, as I moved into my twenties, I started a career in film. And I started off as a runner making cups of tea and I moved my all the way up to being a producer of brand films and commercials and traveling the world. And yeah, it was really, really exciting. Like it was awesome, but there was always something that was just missing. Okay. So that inner fulfillment wasn't there, that kind of deeper meaning. The deeper meaning, it was always like, you know, being a kid and being, knowing like, oh, I'm here to do something. I'm here to have a purpose. I'm here to have, there's something I'm supposed to be doing. And when I was doing, working with the film, I was like, yeah, this isn't it. I know there's something different out here that, is, that I'm supposed to be doing. And I got massive goosebumps yeah. when you said that, because I, I would imagine that so many of our listeners listening to your story have that same feeling, you know, that we're here to do something bigger. Yeah. But I always thought, oh, well, that's just my ego. I always right. thought that, oh, well, that's just, oh, everyone, you know, that's just an entitled thing. Like that's, oh, you, you know, loads of people think that. Everyone's like, oh, well, you know, I do one job and I always think that I've got this bigger purpose and this bigger meaning. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, maybe I should just get out of my own way. And then it was like, no, 
like my you know the spirit were like no this is this is important and it got to there were a couple of big moments big shifts that came down um I always like to describe it that when we're not on the right path spirit like will throw us mini pebbles that's mm. first and then if we're not listening to the pebbles they'll throw us rocks mm. and if we're not li- <laughs> and if we're not listening to that they'll throw us bigger rocks and then if we're really not listening they'll throw in a <laughs> massive boulder like the massive life-changing boulder whether it be a loss of a job a loss of a relationship you know, illness, they'll always bring something in to like put you back right on the path again. And it's like, no, this is what you're supposed to be doing. And you and I are singing from the same hymn sheet because I, you know, that whole dharmic path is which obviously, which what I talk about and exactly that. It's like the universe is always trying to get you, your spirit guides always trying to get you onto that dharmic path where you, you know, where your life should be and could be unfolding in a beautiful way. Yeah. So, So did you have a big boulder? Or a little pebble? Oh, yeah. I know. I've had a couple of boulders. Yeah, I've had a couple of boulders. Um, One, uh, being in the wrong relationship in my late 20s, um, I really was ignoring and was like, nope, this is the relationship. This is what I'm going to be, you know, this is it. And um, I, um, in, in, in this relationship, I got flooded twice and we had a car drive through the front of our living room. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was um, it was quite big, and it was around the time just after that the car drove through the living room that um, it all ended. And at the time, I was devastated. I was really, I was a bit of a mess. Didn't see it coming. Back, I was like, <laughs> didn't see it coming. Exactly, literally, didn't see it coming. The car either. <laughs> <laughs> the car even. Um, so it was a real wake up moment, and I was like, oh oh okay this is all part this is all part of the plan and um it suddenly all made sense and that was the big life boulder moment because it gave me it created my freedom for me to be me again and for me to really connect to you know when we have the big moments of change that cause the pain that cause the suffering mm. it's actually the best transformational moments like looking back it was tough but oh my gosh I mm. learned so much about myself Mm. And for anyone listening who is having a big, bolder transformation moment at the moment, like hang in there because I would totally concur with you, Natalie. It's like some of my biggest, I had a very messy business partnership split and it was legal and it was horrible, but it's the best bloody thing that ever happened to me because it enabled me to do this. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And when you're in it, it doesn't make sense. You're in it and you're like, why is this happening? Why is this happening to me? This isn't happening to anyone else. Like you can get stuck in the story where it's like, why? And get a bit down on yourself. And then it's not until sometimes, you know, six months, a year, five years later, and you look back and you're like, oh, thank you. Because if this hadn't have happened, this and this and this, you wouldn't have seen, we, li- we lose that scope of looking at the big picture, like top down. And then it's when we look back at the trail and it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. So that was one of those big moments for me. Mm. Um, and then getting into working with spirit full time yeah. was another big bold moment. So um I is actually I live in Vancouver. So Vancouver um uh I visited in the Olympics um during 2010 and said one day I'm going to live in this city and I was in the, this relationship at the time that I've been talking about and um when I when we broke up I was like oh I'm moving to Vancouver. And then I decided that I wasn't going to make any rash decisions. I was just going to sit with it. And, you know, you make these crazy decisions sometimes when you go through large breakups. And I was like, no, I'm going to like pause. I'm going to wait. I'm going to reflect. 
And then a year later, I was like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to move to Vancouver. Vancouver is a massive... Was it like a nagging kind of... I just, well, I'm intrigued. Was it like kind of like, it just wouldn't leave you? You kind of had that every now and again. It was like, no, Vancouver. And it kept kind of, kept coming up for you. Yeah, it kept coming up. Um, It was one of those intuitive hits. It was one of those life punt moments. Um, before before that, I became part of a team of women to try and row across the Pacific Ocean. Like I was trying, yeah, I, I've done it. I filled my life with lots of beautiful, random things. Um, and that kind of, um, I decided to leave the team, to leave, basically to leave the team and, and go to come to Vancouver. And it was, it was this big intuitive hit of, no, I'm just supposed to go. I'll give it four months and see what happens. Um, I landed in Vancouver, it being a film hub, thinking, oh, okay, great, I'm going to work in film, like, this is really awesome. And I was, I got my um, my permanent residency, um, I got to stay, um, which was amazing, because I worked full time at a film company, but it was, the, the minute I got my permanent residency, something shifted in me, and I was like, okay, like, what what am I doing? But moving to Vancouver from the start, when I didn't have my friends, my family, my normal support, my normal support network. And I felt, to be honest with you, I felt really lost and really lonely in this city that I was like, great, you brought me here. Why? Like you brought me to this city. What's this all about? Um, and it was when I, in Vancouver, that I turned back to working with spirit, I turned back to my intuition. I started reconnecting, going to certain no distractions. And, yeah. And I, but I was also allowing myself to let go of the old version of me, like the version of me that became straight out, that became London, that, that became the, the London version of me, that this version or the true Nat, who I am really wouldn't have, you know, she wouldn't have come out to play like the, the intuitive witchy, you know, channel. No, that, so this being in a, a strange place allowed me to really rediscover who I was and what I was about. Um, which was really beautiful. And then the, uh, I, I had a mentor who was like, you do know you're going to be doing this full time. And I was like, no, no, I'm working in film. And um, <laughs> it sounds just, like you resisted it for a while. <laughs> I did. I did resist. I resisted. It's good to, to know. To a point where. Even people like yourself who are really connected resist it, like us mortals. Oh, yeah. Yeah, completely. Oh, yeah. Big time human human experience stuff. I, um, the, the funniest was I'd created a brand. I'd already started to work on what my brand looked like, but I was refused, you know, but I, I was still working full time in film. And the big boulder moment of the big change was, um, Nat, we're letting you go. You're really not inspired. We, we think you should go and discover what you should be going to do. And I was, wow. I was like, oh okay yeah that's the boulder moment that was it and it was then but I realized that for the past four months I'd already started creating what I should be doing um intuitively Mm. so yeah that was the big boulder moment of shifting to doing um the intuitive work full-time wow and how long ago was that this was where are we now we're 2018 it was I got um, I got let go beginning of March 2016, but then I um, again I resisted. I was doing freelance film work, so I was doing. I love you now. I think you're great. <laughs> yeah, I was like, nope, I'm going. I'm still doing freelancing, and then it wasn't until the back end of 2016, really the 
properly, like January 2017, that it was like, okay, we're doing this full time. So people listening, I really want you to listen to the answer to this question, because one of the things that I've experienced in my own life, and like you, I've resisted a lot, like I said, about messy business partnerships for bits and everything. But can you describe to our listeners, because obviously the purpose of Kitty Talks is to share your life story so they can see themselves in your life story. Now, once you decided to kind of, what I would say, get in your dharmic path and effectively do what you came here to do, did you feel the energy shift? And like, how, what's your experience been like since you have dropped that resistance? Oh, insane. Absolutely insane. Just you saying that gives me goosebumps all over. It's been so transformational to a point where I'm lighter, I'm brighter, I'm happier. I met my um, my man, I met my relationship. Like I was in my flow. I wasn't being, I was like, I was vibrating higher. I had a higher energy to me. So I was attracting the right friendships, the right relationship. Um, you know, moving into a, a nice apartment, like financial abundance, just, it just felt easy. I didn't, it didn't feel like I was having to push through doors. It didn't mm. feel like I was having to make stuff happen. You know, I'm type A, I like to make stuff happen. Like mm. that's just, I'm, I like, I like to do that, but it just felt everything was done with a bit more flow and a bit and ease. And I just felt aligned. Like it lit my heart up. Like I just felt like, oh, this is why as a child, I thought I was here to do something. And now I feel like I know what it is. Like, this is it. Like, Mm. I'm supposed to do this. I'm supposed to share the messages from spirit. I'm just, I'm supposed to share that everyone's intuitive and everyone can connect to their spirit guides. And when I do say that, it lights me up versus it doesn't feel like a job. It just feels like me. Mm, Wow. Yeah, I've got goosebumps now as too. And it's so funny because as human beings, we kind of want the net to appear before we jump. And, you know, that never is not how it works. (laughs) You know, it's almost like you have to show up and commit. Leap of faith. It's that whole, do you know what? I'm going to trust my heart and I'm not going to listen to my head. Because when we listen to our, you know, our ego, we listen to the mind, it can talk us out of all the amazing things. So I've really got into the habit of when I'm questioning something, instead of asking my mind, I listen to my heart and I breathe the question into my heart. And I ask my guides, like, how does this make me feel? How does this make me feel? Because if it's not a hell yes, and it doesn't give me tingles and make me feel like, yes, this is right. I just don't do it anymore. It's just not worth it. Mm. Well, that's perfect because that's how you stay on track. You know, if you're yeah. following your consistently following your highest excitement, then you will stay on the right path and not go down any dead ends or boulder, <laughs> boulder, boulder ca- or cast. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, no boulder moments. And you still end up having, you know, I still make mistakes on picking sometimes the wrong things, and it's like, oh, okay. Um, when and when that has happened, it's been like, you know, now you're playing small. Stop playing small. Like, you know, dream big, go big like this is important like you it's all a mindset it's such so mindset driven yeah and talk to me about your take because obviously um with kitty talks we're in the purpose conversation so we're very much mm-hmm. helping people tune into what they're here to do so mm-hmm. give me your take because obviously a uh, spirit guide mentor you work i would imagine with a lot of people who are in this conversation or, or on this journey what was your advice for our audience 
good question. When people come and see me, the irony is, is that they already know what they should be doing. It's already in there. They already know the answer. So when people come and see me and they're like, oh, I don't know what my sole purpose is. I don't know what I should be doing. I, the message messages come through from spirit and I basically describe to them all the key attributes or all the things that they should be doing. And nine times out of 10, they're like, and they already know what they should be doing. And I describe it to them and they're like, oh yeah, well, I've been thinking about this for a couple of years or, oh yeah, I've been mm. thinking about this for the last decade, but I just haven't had the confidence to do it. Yeah. And it is, it, um, it becomes the, um, this isn't the right time. I don't have enough money. Um, I'm going to let people down by me not doing, if I leave, I know that, that was a real big pressure mm. about like, I'm going to let other people down. What are people going to think of me? This will take a load of time, but really we're just creating all these stories because none of them are true. They're just blocks. They're just stories that we've told ourselves because it prevents us from taking that leap of faith moment, but also just really trusting it. So my big message is like, go and write down like what blocks you're creating, like go and write down the stories that aren't that you think are true and just go and look at them and say, okay, like, yep, this is true. This is true. Or, you know, actually this is mm. none of this is true. I'm just mm. making this all up. Mm. And it's the um, fear, isn't it? It's the people get stuck in their fear and trapped in their heads. And, yeah. mm. and, you know, and doing your Dharma, like doing, being part of your Dharma and getting on your Dharma path is scary that anything is scary like it's just that it will feel more authentic it's gonna feel you know I still get as we grow and as we develop and as we connect that is this moment of oh my gosh what am I doing is this all gonna work but you also know that you're supposed to be doing it and it just you just have to just keep putting one foot in front of the other and taking every day as it comes because we can also get into like crazy forward things forward thinking where we end up not really living on a day-to-day moment on our business and on our dharma but we end up thinking you know three months six months a year down the line and that also can create a lot of um, tension difficulty so for people who are looking to stay on there like go and really look at um I also like to share it's not about sometimes what it looks like it's about what it feels so if you're looking and you're unsure about what your dharma is go and write down and also go and explore. Okay. So how do I want to feel on this Dharma path? Go and write down how you want to feel. Cause sometimes it's, we get stuck on what it looks like versus what it feels like. So go and write down what it feels and then go and write down all your skills. Like, what are you good at? Like, because Mm. spirit, your whole life leads to your skills. Go and write down what your skills look like, because that's also, and then you look at, okay, well, this is how I want to feel these are all my amazing skills that I have. And you're going to start to see the threads and you're going to start to see, you know, it'll help you see the connections of, okay, what is, what am I supposed to be doing? Why am I here? And I want to pick up on something you you just said there, because you said your whole life is leading you and Mm. I'm with you. So can you just elaborate on that for me? Yeah. Um, So for example, when I started doing this, work full time, I suddenly realized why I'd done all the, this, the jobs in the past in the TV. So I, um, so I used to, when I was a kid, I loved acting. I wanted to be an actress. So I, I did auditions. I used to be on stage. Um, and I realized, um, and then that trans that moved into film and being a producer straight up, it's like, 
you you do budgets you um are, it's like putting on a big event so when um i was doing when i shifted into and obviously with the intuition so when it all came to head it was like okay you've given me i'm doing this intuitive work but my skills and talents are that i'm going to be on stage i'm going to be doing film work I know, I know I'm going to be doing lots of events because I know how to put them on. So it, it just basically branding, like everyone always says on oh, that, you know, you, you're making this really approachable and really accessible and a bit different. And I realized that it was because I'd also worked with brands on what they look like and what their message wow. is. So it's all part of that. Yeah. Yeah. And do you see that? when you're working with other people as well like do you see it as a real like it's not just you it's not just me like I want people listening to really know that there is a kind of divine path for their life big time massively I always like to describe it like there is a um like a labyrinth and we all we're all looking to get to the point in the middle of the labyrinth and we just need to like find we're just picking up the breadcrumbs. It, so it might feel like we're going, we don't know where we're going. It might feel like you're going left and right and you're feeling lost. But in the end, you're always being divinely led by the thread, by the crumbs to the center of the labyrinth. But you just need to just trust that you're, you know, you're every day, you're just on that step of the journey big time. Because when you get to that point of Dharma and you look back, it's like, oh, Oh, okay. I get it. I understand. I understand now. Mm. I understand what this is all about. Mm. And that word trust is massive, isn't it? Because I think for for our listeners, for you, for me, like it's for me anyway. It's an ongoing skill or muscle that I'm developing. You know, of just letting go and trusting. Yeah, me too. Um, trust and surrender. Like it's so. It is all about trust and surrender. You. It's that whole game changer where. I'm taking my hands off the steering wheel. It's like, I can take inspired action. I'm always about like, some people are like, oh, well, you just sit, is that, does that mean I just sit here and I wait for stuff to happen to me? And I'm like, no, it doesn't work like that. You have to take inspired action, but you also have to trust and surrender. So it's a real fine balance of trust and surrender to spirit, to the universe that everything's going to be like, going to be divinely led the way it's supposed to but you also have to take inspired action because nothing's going to happen to you if you're sat at home doing you know not pursuing your dharma Mm. so yeah it is that fine it is a fine balance but that's why spirit guides and your intuition is there to be interacted with it's there for you to interact with your guides and ask for signs ask for messages like it's they want you to engage with them it's not just a case of you just sitting there Yes. And from what I understand, they can't actually engage with you unless you kind of ask there for their help. Yeah, I'm they, uh, you know, as if you're not listening, they'll start throwing the, the rocks and the boulders. <laughs> um, <the> head. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you they want to be interacted with, like call them forward. That's my people like, well, how do I do it? And like, it's really easy. You just need to ask them to step forward. They get shy. If you haven't been interacting with them for a really long time, they'll just stay in the background. So it's really important for you to ask them to step forward. And then the next thing is, um, show me a sign. So ask to see a sign that, um, to let you know that you're on the right path or that they're around you. So pick something. Mine's an owl. So when I know I'm on the right path, oh. um, I start to see owls. And it wow. just makes me feel like that connection. So, yeah, I just 
to anyone um, listening, watching, yeah, pick a sign and and you'll start seeing it show up around you. Mm, yeah, and I have to share because I don't know if you see, saw my Instagram the other, yesterday, but well, I've been doing this a lot recently because obviously I shared with Nat before I've got my mum staying with me who's not very well. And we ask for a sign from spirit that they, they were with us and that my grandparents, her, grand, her my parents were with us. And we paid Scrabble and out the bag came the letters g-e-n-t which is my mum's maiden name which was my grandparents name and it was just like amazed the most amazing sign you know I showed it to my mum and she was just wow you know even she got it you know so it's incredible how they can find ways to communicate with us always and we just need to be open and aware to receiving the signs it's that whole we can get stuck and feel really alone or we get so in our heads and we kind of get super blinkered and that it's when we kind of stop and open and just spend that time it's like oh I'm receiving messages on a daily basis I just need to be open to receiving them Mm. yeah and it's so you know as you say even like playing Scrabble and and getting the word gent it's like oh okay cool yeah I mean for me it's not just owls all the time for example you know angel numbers 111 um and seeing that you know um, car number plates but it's just what 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 when you feel like something is resonating with you it is not a coincidence like you turn you're thinking about a music track and then you turn it on and it's on the radio or you know it's it's those small things that are bigger messages than you realize and say for example for for our listeners you know they want to start connecting with their spirit guides a little bit more and there's a specific thing that they want to talk to them about how can they you know say they're looking for some advice do I leave my job or how can they ask a specific question then and get a kind of confirmation great question for me um I would do this in a couple of ways firstly um journaling is amazing but it's more like um, intuitive writing and anyone can do this. All you need to do is just get a blank piece of paper and write your question at the top of the piece of paper and start writing and just see what flows out of you. You'll be really surprised. So just take, you know, before you start writing, just pause and take a couple of moments and just ask your guides to step forward and ask them just to give you the messages. And all you do is you just start writing and it is really insane what comes out. When I do it, it's, you know, and I share it with others and they they message me and they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize those words could come out of me. Like that's insane. So you you can ask and interact that way. The other way is um, I use the shower in the morning. The shower <laughs> is awesome. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Everyone's like, you connect with your guides in the shower. Yeah. Like, so what I do in the morning is I use the water as like a cleansing aura. So it basically use the water, cleanses all your body. And then I ask my guides, what do I need to know today? What do I need to know? Or you can ask them any other question and just see where your mind goes, see where it wanders. Because in the end, um, everyone's like, well, uh, how do I know it's me, not me or my guides? Like, you're not going to hear some random man's voice in your head that's going to be like, you just have to, it is your own voice in your head. So you just need to just trust where it follows, trust where you get taken with it. Because connecting in the shower is awesome I have my best messages from my guides in the morning yeah but that's a brilliant I've never thought of doing that in the shower because it's a time where you've got alone rather than oh we've got a, like a bit of interference on the line 
Oh, is that spirit? <laughs> yeah, it that happens makes... when I do my podcast recording. So we ask for a sign and we're getting a sign is the way I would read that. We are. It's like, whoa. Um... <laughs> we are. We know you're there. Don't worry. <laughs> but no, the shower is perfect, isn't it? Because, you know, people might say, I don't have time to do it. But, you, you know, you've always brushed your teeth. You're always going to have a shower. So that's exactly, that's a lot. I'm going to try that in the morning. I'll let you know how I get on. Love it. Yeah, perfect. Oh, now I've really enjoyed our conversation. I knew I would really love our conversation. Um, you just, when we first spoke, I just had a really beautiful feeling. Like you just get that kind of instant, like I'd known you all my life type thing. Maybe, maybe past lives. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm a big believer of us, of anyone that, you know, you come into this life with, and then you have those instant connections with, it's like, okay, we've so done this in a past life, like, massively and uh, past lives are so insane so yeah definitely mm. so tell my audience how people can find out more about you where are you how can they connect with you yeah so I am on Instagram I am um, I am Natalie Miles N-A-T-A-L-I-E Miles as in the distance um, I, my website is natalie-miles.com so yeah those are the main places to find me I do, uh, yeah, a, um, a message from Spirit every day on my Instagram. So if you're looking Ooh. for like a, a a channeled message from Spirit every day, I do that on my Instagram. And yeah, I've got a couple of offerings around how to connect with your guides, get guided. Um, so yeah, there's a, a few ways. And I also do one-on-one -on -one sessions. So yeah, there's the um, where you can, I basically connect to your guides and then my guides and it's like they're having a chat. So yeah, and I kind of give you... <laughs> give you the download. Give you the downloads. Yeah. So for anyone listening, if you are, go and check out Natalie, go and follow her, go and say hello. I love her I was, daily downloads, is it? You call it a daily download? Yeah, day, daily upgrades. Yeah, daily upgrades, sorry. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, my yeah, my company name is called the Spirit Upgrade. Yeah, I had that as a, a a message from Spirit that my business name had to include the word upgrade. So yeah, it's the daily upgrade messages. Wonderful, but thank you so much, Nat, because I know that our conversation will have helped so many people listening. You know, if you're if you're listening to this podcast and you're wanting the net and the net hasn't appeared, then you, hopefully this is confirmation for you that you're going to have to jump. <laughs> Jump. but the net will appear and don't wait for the boulder just follow your heart follow your intuition and follow your highest excitement but well we will see you again next week on kitty talks this podcast was sponsored by my do your dharma course create a life so good that you pinch yourself this eight-week online course demystifies Dharma and shows you how to tune in to why you're really here. Go to www.kittytalks.com forward slash do your Dharma.